Welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast. This is Greg and Kelly Krawick. Hope you're doing awesome today. Just want to give you lots of thanks and lots of praise for listening to us today. <laughs> I, I really, though, I mean, there there have been the numbers. The numbers are there. They show it. People are, are listening. They're excited about us being back on, and, and I'm excited for them, too. And uh, it's great. It's great. It is great. It is. I, I'm I'm really excited. Like especially like I said mentioned last time Vietnam. Yeah. I mean their numbers are rising all the time. So I'm I'm glad I'm excited you're excited because I'm excited too. <laughs> that's that's good. We Listen, if excited. you guys want to email us, remember that email address c two c on air at gmail And I'm sorry, Miss Kelly, I, I was late getting to the podcast because I found in the refrigerator a bag full of Hershey's Kisses. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, because I love candy, Would you? especially when it's cold. Oh. And they were almond, she kisses. Oh. But I only ate 12. There's oh. still a couple left. Okay. So, whosoever they were, I didn't eat all of them. He has no self-control. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I did. Because I could have eaten all of them. I could have no. eaten all of them, but I did He didn't. really has no self-control. <laughs> especially when it comes to sweets. Well, you know what, though? That's okay, because it makes me feel really good, because that's one thing I do have. Yes, you do. You are very, yeah, you do. I, I do will, have self-control. Yeah, well, I, I think that's a family trait. My, it could be. I think it is because be. I know your family. And I'm not. Yes, yeah, so Lord, that doesn't mean that I need to be taught anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like you're say, you're you going to be up say, for a test careful. now for sure. So, but oh, anyway, so bring in a nice homemade baked cheesecake, and I'm going to try not to eat it. That would be a temptation. Yeah. Well, now me. we're entering into the holiday That'd season. That'd be like a whole cheesecake yeah, I could eat. Food is you know in plenty, and there's right. candy. I take that back. I don't have. Well, you know the other crazy. Depends on what it is. Right. People coming to the church, dropping us oh, goodies, Merry and, Christmas stuff. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know. I, I think know. we need gym memberships. <laughs> well, we have those. We just need to go. I go. I okay. go. But, I know. don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think. I mean, self control and all that stuff could possibly tie into what we want to talk about today. Just. It could possibly. Because when you lose focus and everything. Yeah. I'm going to try not to make, I'm gonna, I'll am i try not to talk too much or go too long because I have just got so much to talk about. Well, no, I think it's good because you, you woke up, was it yesterday morning? You woke up very early. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning, which is, yeah, for, you know, that's why, I, why does God always wake us up? Why can't he speak to us at like nine o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I know why he doesn't do that because I don't listen. <laughs> but I think... I think a lot of that has to do with it's quiet. And he wants and your full attention. Atten- you're full, right. you know, you're attentive. But anyway, right. you you had woken up very early and you told me, you said, I got a revelation. I did. And so we... Revelation from the book year, of Revelation. Yeah, I did. This mm-hmm. year, um, because we, you know, we were so excited when we came to Missouri, we stepped out in faith. We were all excited. We we're ready mm-hmm. to jump into ministry. And we did. And it was great. Um, and then we had a bunch of different things happen. I think... You know the over the overlying events. thing is the COVID, the COVID virus, mm-hmm. which has really just changed ministry. Yeah, and I know it's not just for us; it's for everybody. Even even it's, it's changed life. Yes, and so you know, not only were we dealing with the adjustment of moving here, but then we're dealing with this adjustment too. And you know, having had family, this has been a really, really hard year, and it's been hard for me because I'm a uh, well. Everybody who's listened to this, most people probably know me. I'm a big mouth, so. <laughs> I have a really hard time being quiet. Well, people in Vietnam don't know you that well. I, but I'm just gonna, now I'm they know you a little better. Well, I, I share like like I'm a, I'm a person who in and I get this yeah. I think from my mom. I'm real. Like I have to I have to tell people how I feel and what's going on, and I maybe tell too much. 
and I'm, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I talk, so I, I don't want to go. That's what I was trying not to do because I have really, this last year I have been struggling. So what you're saying is you are a real human I'm a, being. I'm a real person. And wow. And I'm, I, I have a really hard time. That. I know some people <laughs> are really good at putting on, I don't want to, I'm not judging. So when I say this, don't, I, I, if you're this way, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm just not a person that can pretend that yeah. everything's okay. Like there's a when it's not. Yeah. When the storm, I I am definitely like the disciples. I'm waking up Jesus and telling them there's a storm. Yeah. I can't just sit there and not let it affect me. Mm-hmm. So this has been a, a really some, hard year. Well, some people just live on the surface, and that's all they show to others is just their well, surface and they know, area. Yeah, they know how to keep it behind the do- closed doors mm-hmm. or whatever they do, but mm-hmm. that's not me. Well, and yeah. you know, another thing I was, I, the whole, this whole thing is getting down to the fact that God has shown me, he created me. And, and my mom told me this. I have, I feel like I have a hard personality sometimes. I, I have a hard time with myself because I don't want to be this way. I wish I could be one of those people, mm-hmm. but God made me the way that I am because there's a, he has a ministry for me. He has something he wants me to accomplish mm-hmm. in my little life in this little area. You know what I mean? And so he's kind of shown me and I'm excited because I, he showed me something really so cool. It's like, it took me a whole year, a whole year of questioning God, even down to Lord, did we do the right thing? Because it would be so easy right now to just go back yeah, to turn around you know, when I think about, all, you know, all those verses in the Bible, and I know them all about, you know, you leaving your parents and, and going on and stepping out in faith mm. and all this. And I kept going over that and over that. And it was like, I knew all these Christian verses and all these Bible verses, but I still felt that way. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to stop it. And, and I know pray. I know pray. And man, you know, pray, pray, read your Bible. I was doing... I was doing all that, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like I was, and I was so frustrated and, um, there's so many things that I can think that have just been, God just kind of feel like God just kind of downloaded on me, (laughs) all of this stuff. Um, the night, so Thursday after evening, we sat down and watched the Kent Christmas did his prophecy. He had a prophetic word for that Sunday morning for his church and you had heard it and you're like, you need to listen to this. So we listened to that Mm -hmm. and I listened to it and I had conviction because as I was listening to it, I thought, God, I want out. I just want you to come back. I don't want to do this anymore. This is hard. Yeah. You know, and and I I just want to go back to the easy life, Mm -hmm. you know? And, And so I had conviction and I went to bed feeling that way and such a, an oppressive, um, like just an oppressive thing, you know, like it bothered me. There were so many things that I wanted from God. I wanted him to put someone in my life, a mentor, somebody that could say, Kelly, this is what you need to do. And if you just do this, this will work. You know, it's somebody, friends, something. And he kept giving me friends and he kept giving me little nuggets, but he wasn't giving me what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I was struggling and I can't even, the, the struggle was horrible. Like just this, this pressure and I didn't know how to get out of it. And I woke up at three in the morning and I was just like, I, I, I mean, ready to break. You know, yeah. God, I can't do this anymore. I'm ready to break now. What what, what do I do? My headphones are moving all over. Oh, a, Sorry about that. Yeah. We and, don't have custom fit ones yet, but we're working on it. it. Yeah. Anyway, so so I was um <laughs> I was like, God, you know, what what do I do? What what do I do? And the first thing that happened is I was sitting there and I was reading I had started a new devotion, which if you don't have the um version Bible app on your 
on your your phone. Yeah. I mean, most people use phones now, and that is an awesome tool. And there are so many um, plans that you can do devotional kind of plans. Customize it. Yes, yeah. and I'm I started this devotional plan. It was one of the first ones I did, and I I want to give credit to the person who did it. It's called Chasing Perfect, and it's five days of a reading plan by Alicia Illion. Anyway, she she was talking about being first of all being Martha, mm. and not that Martha was bad, but that Martha was so busy all the time that she yeah. never stopped. And that was so that was the first thing God showed me because I have a tendency to throw myself, and you do too. Yeah. We're those people like, we're here, we're going to do whatever we need to do. Tell us where you want us to be. We'll be there. And we always say yes. All right. So, and there's nothing wrong with that unless there is mm-hmm. because we have to be married too. And yeah. so that's what God showed me. That was the first thing is that I needed to stop. And then. Then he took me to Revelation chapter 2, where he was talking about the church that had lost their first love. Yeah. And he showed me I lost my first love. Yep. I was doing all these things because that, this church, it, it was a, it's a good church. It's a great church. They were following God. They were doing all these things, this, 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 and this, but they lost their first love. You're talking about the church in Revelation 2, the church of Ephesus. Yes. Right. And so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not very good at that part of the What's well, okay. I've got it right <laughs> the here. The detail thing. Yep, You're, it's right that's here. We compliment each that's other. That's right. Okay. So I, I felt like, oh my goodness, I've lost my first love. I love God. It's not that at all. It's like so easy, though, to get caught up in doing good things and work that you don't take the time. And I thought I was taking the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I I wrote some notes because I like I I said that I wanted to I wanted a guide, and and I knew it was a Bible and everything. You know, I know I need to read the Bible, I know I need to pray, but God was telling me the old. I was using the old answers. Mm-hmm. I need today's answers, new answers for today. Like I can't fall back on what I did yesterday to help me through today. Yeah. You know, I and that's what that what I mean about the first love. I was not going back to God. I was going to my go-tos. You know, maybe my Bible app, you know, maybe my I'm going to my devotions. I'm going I'm not going to the source. And every day God gives me something new mm-hmm. for today. I can't look at yesterday, you know? And that was my thing is I I just kept wanting someone to fix this. I wanted God to fix this and he was like, "Okay, but you're not looking at me. Stop." Yeah, that's good because I was actually kind of, I mean, not kind of, I was feeling the same. We were both feeling that together yeah. where you're just, you're, you're exhausted. You're, you're worn out spiritually because you've been running, I guess you could say on an empty tank yep. because you, you've lost your focus of your yeah. first love. Now I'm going to, well, you don't want to tell, like the other thing was I didn't want to say anything you don't say, of course, because you don't I don't want anybody like, to think exactly. she's not, how about kind of Christian is yeah, she? Right. She's in ministry and she right. can't handle this. Right. So I was bottling it, and that was like the lie one thousand million from this from Satan, sure. not to not to be able to say because it's not my personality. But because, and we're finding this out a year down the road, year and right. a half down the road now, that yet in a, in a church there are mechanics that yes. need to happen to make the thing operate, to make right, the thing right. go forward. But you have to be so careful because you can get so focused on that part that you lose your first love. Right? Can I read? Uh, just Revelation 2? Yeah, do, that, just, do. Just a couple of scriptures here. Yep. So this is Revelation 2, verse 4. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. You remember the height from which 
you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. So if we lose our first love, he's in the lampstand is what? That's that's light. That's right. life within us. And, you know, I, I did a little research because I thought, what is Nicolaitan? Okay, so I did a little research on that. And so, like, it is what what God, I am, how do I explain this? Like, you know, it says, God, Jesus said so many times in the last days, mm-hmm. people will come in my name. Mm-hmm. And the, even the elect will, will be, be deceived. Yeah. And what I saw was I was being deceived. Sure. And it was, see, the thing is, like, I think as a Christian growing or growing up in, in, in the church, or even as long as I've been saved, I thought that I would recognize the trickery. I thought I would recognize that deception mm-hmm. and it would be a person or, you know, someone's going to come to you and say, well, I'm Jesus and you need to follow me, you know, because I'm like, oh, I can, that would be easy for me to see, but that's not what he's talking about. Right. That, right. You know, it's the spirit. Yep. And, and that's what we have to see. Um, it's not even with the COVID virus, you know, there are so many people that it is real. It is. And, yes. and I, and I'm, 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 it's tragic. You know, it's horrible. It's a pestilence. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, it's not to be taken lightly, but it's from the pits of hell. And Satan is using it to deceive us. Mm-hmm. And I even got, I mean, I got sucked into it. I got sucked into not wanting to go anywhere, not wanting to do anything. Not, you know, how do I help these people? You know, all that stuff. Yeah. It was a total deception. And that's what he's talking about, is that we have to pay attention to who our first love is. Mm-hmm. You know, God, okay, yes, all this is going on, but God is in control. Yeah. You know what's scary is I've realized um, since being in full-time ministry that you can actually have a church service without Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that scary? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It sounds yeah. like it's, yeah. it sounds ridiculous. Right. But you and can. And we're, we're not saying that. Like, you know, I, I totally respect the pastor and his wife. And, oh, and my we're gosh, not, yes. We're not saying that that's what that's and not this. We're, not, we're not looking at them. No, no. We're looking at ourselves. I, I myself. How you can, because you're trained to do something, you do it out mm-hmm. of, out of, what is that? It's like your job. Obligation. Obli- yeah, or or just, you know what you know what yeah. you need to do to get through the day. Scary. You do the it's same scary. thing. Yes. And, and I will say, um, and, and Pastor Jeremiah and I have talked about this as well, and we meet locally here with pastors in our community Mm-hmm. every week and we've we've noticed uh, uh, the holy spirit what he's been speaking to us as a group is is to start praying for another move of the holy spirit in our churches right why because we're stagnant right now yeah yeah it, th- there's not much happening right well we've been and i feel i think you know on everyone's behalf i mean we've been blindsided yes because i think as especially in america because we're so free well we're humans we, we, too I but mean, we really thought that we had it all figured out right like we know how to do the church service, we know how to pray, we know how to yep. worship, yep. we know how, and that's not how I do it. This is how I do it, mm-hmm. and I've done it this way for this many years, and this has always worked. And whoa, God stopped and like, no, nope, sorry, that's not going to work anymore. Right. And I'm realizing, you know, uh, uh, more than anything, what it means to be in the last days, what it means, because I always. I look at other countries that aren't free and I think, well, could I do it if this happened? Could I still serve God if this happened? But what I have to understand is that's what's happening in their country and they have to deal with it. In our country, we're expecting to be treated like 
people in China are treated. Mm. We're expecting communists to just come in and we're all going to see it. We're all going to know and we're all going to serve God. But that's not what's going to happen. We're we're free. The first thing that's going to happen is a virus. See see what I'm like. It's a step. Satan step. isn't going to. Well, and Satan isn't going to use the obvious to trick us. Right. I'm trying to figure out how I can give this. A, what, what what I'm trying to say is, you know, because because we live in America, the the challenge for us the the deception is going to be different. Right. And we are going to be deceived if we're not looking at Christ. Right. You know, because I thought I was. I really did. I thought I was. Mm-hmm. But see what what Satan did is he jumped in. I said I would come. I was going to come to this. I was going to come here. I was going to go to school. I was going to become, a, I was going to, you know, get credentialed. Mm-hmm. I was going to be, we were going to be AG ministers and God was going to use us for his glory. And we were going to go all over. We were going to go on missions trips. And what happened? We came here and nothing happened. We're still getting credentialed. We're still taking classes. Sometimes we have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to do it online. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he changed everything. Mm-hmm. And just because it's it's not what we expected doesn't mean that it's not bad. Doesn't, am, right. Do you see what no, I'm saying? No, that's great. Like he, he's switching things up. He sh- he's totally, I had a plan. You know, it's like, wait a minute, God, yeah. I was going to do this. I stepped out. I was going to, look at me. I gave up all of this. And he's yep. like, well, so. Right. Now I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like he's messing with other parts of my life that I've had to stop and be like, well, I didn't think you were going to mess with that part. You <laughs> Here, know, here's a, what is this? Here's a good analogy. So for those of you who don't know this, um, part-time, I'm, I'm a school bus driver. Yeah. And I drive the little preschooler kids around. Right. So, you know, I, as a driver, never think that they're paying attention. Right. And we have okay. a certain route that we go every day. Uh-huh. Right. Well, here lately in our community, there's been some road closures, right, some some right. Um, railroad track construction or whatever yeah. they've been working on them, and I've had to take alternate routes. Uh-huh. Oh, that just messes them up. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. They tell uh, you are going the wrong way. Do you yes. know where you're going? And wow. I say, yes, Creatures I'm going to take you to school. Just trust Mr. Greg. I will get you there. <laughs> just sing the songs that are on the radio and, and don't pay any attention to what's going on on the outside of the windows. <laughs> Just listen to Mr. Greg, and so I will take you all So are you telling me I'm there. like a little kid on the bus? Well, no, I think <laughs> it's I think, true. It's you know, because a lot of times we say, "Well, God's driving the bus, right?" Right. I mean, that's kind right. of a Christian yeah. slang. God's, he's my pilot. He's, yeah, he's, he's my. He's not my co-pilot. So, he's so my pilot. we're riding. That means we're riding in the bus, and we think we know the way he should be right. going to our destination. Right. But there might be a road that's closed up ahead. Yeah. Or a landslide, or something that's going to cause us harm. So he's going to have to take us around that. Right. And that is not going to be comfortable to us. No, and it's going to ruin our day. Well, and the other thing is like, we just think it would be okay if it was just a landslide or a road closure mm-hmm. and all he was going to do is detour. Yeah. But he's going to take people out of our lives. Sure. He's going to he's gonna mess us up in ways that really hit to the core mm-hmm. to find out who we are. Yep. And I feel like that's what he's done to me. Yeah. And the hard part for me is like, I... I, I very much, I guess I'm one of those people that lives out loud. That's okay. <laughs> I, and it is okay. Yeah. It is, but what? It, but it's been really hard yep. because I've had to, I'm supposed to be an example now, so I have to be quiet. Yep. And sometimes I don't know how to handle it. I don't right. know how to be quiet. And I just want, and, and like yesterday I had an opportunity to, to hang out with some of the youth. <laughs> I'm 30 years older than they are, but 
it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And we ministered to each other. And I was able to say, oh, my goodness, you guys, you're not going to believe this. Like, this happened and this happened. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, slow. If you're in Christ, there is no age difference because the young can minister to the old and vice versa. They do. And, I mean, it's it's the spirit of the group. It is. It is. And I think God has different things at different times. So hopefully what I've shared yeah. You know, it is is something that other people are going through, and there's encouragement. Yeah. You know, just stay focused on your first love. Yeah, love him, have faith in him, trust him, and he will get you to where you're needing to go. And it might mean that you're going to have to stop and just really cry yeah. and pray through. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be things that happen that you don't understand. Right. And you have got to totally trust him. Because one of the things, I, and I'll, I'll just I'll close with this, okay. is... It's Christmas, yes, and we're going home for Christmas to South Carolina um, to see my parents. And it, it, you know, before all, before before the other night, I was just really ready to say, "Okay, God, throwing in the towel." I, I want to go home. I miss my mom. Mm-hmm. My parents are older, you know, um, sure. and I'm because I'm old. They got to be older. There, I mean, I'm thinking <laughs> how many more years I might have, and then that makes perspective. It's like, wow, they're not probably going to have a lot, you yeah. know, and and so the my heart aches and and I see other people there's been other things that have happened in the church and I see other families coming together and I miss my family mm-hmm. and I don't have I sh- God has shown me that I do have that but but the Satan deceived me into believing that I didn't have any friends that I was alone right because I, there's just I couldn't relate you he know? isolated yes he yeah, isolated he, me and 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 God, like he showed me yesterday or the other night when I was awake, he's like, Kelly, you moved to South Carolina when your mother was battling cancer. You moved or from South Carolina to Missouri. You know, I left her and she was still going through radiation. We didn't, mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be all right, but we didn't know. And he's, and what he's telling me is like, you trusted me then, but you can't trust me now yeah. when there's nothing going on because you know, and so it's it's just amazing how in a tra- in in a tragedy you can trust God, but in a in a just everyday trial, yeah. how it's so easy to just go on autopilot and think, okay, God, I got this, right? And this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so you know, just just have hope and and trust God, yeah. and reach deep inside yourself. You know, find those resources, find someone to talk to. There's always somebody. You yeah, know, even if sure. they are 30 years younger or older. Yep. All my friends, I have all different ages. Yes, you do. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did you get everything out that you wanted? I think so. Okay, well, good. I just, my last little line says, I have to be real. Did you know that? I do. Yes, you do. And I'm, I'm so glad that God gave you that revelation because it is what you and I needed. It is. And it, it is. Was, it was uh, perfect timing. Right. And God so. will give you what you need. Right for your ministry, Amen. he'll meet. He'll meet you where you are. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Committed to Christ podcast. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Once again, our email address: c two c on air at gmail Thank you guys. Love y'all. Have a blessed day. <laughs>